Do you ever look at someone and wonder what is going on inside their head? Welcome to Strictly Forbidden Flavors Podcast. Hosted by Marcus Edwards, co-host Zoom, and featured guest. Back to business. We hope you enjoyed today's episode full of grown and sexy, grown and sexy, down and dirty, dirty, adult-minded content. All unscripted with no hidden agendas. Let the flavor begin. What is going on, everyone out there in Strictly Forbidden Flavorland? We are back with another outstanding episode, and today on District 2, we have a special guest named Susan Braddon, and she is going to spill all the tea this episode about what she knows uh, for male-female sexual relationships and things like that. I'm so excited because I uh, was able to watch you know, a lot of her videos and everything like that, and she is an expert. In my opinion, she's an expert because she really knows how, I mean, when I was watching her videos uh, before, you know, screening her before she got on the, on, the, on the episode, you know, I felt... And it was kind of like a connection when you were speaking, you know, and that's kind of like how men feel and how women feel. So I said, okay, she knows what she's talking about. I got to get her on here to, you know, say it in person. So thank you, Susan, for making time. Uh, first Hi, Marquis. So <laughs> great to be with you. And uh, yeah, she fits, she fits the narrative. And, uh, you know, for this show, we, you know, we just throw it out on the table. It's for adults. And uh, hopefully we get something out of this episode because I'm excited. So I'm ready to, you know, cross-reference, learn something, and I may just, you know, just learn something new here today. So, Susan, just before we get started, just a little bit about yourself, you know, uh, how long have you been, because I'm, I'm sure you're an expert, you know, how long have you been doing this, and uh, what's, what's a little bit of your background? <clears throat> well, I, uh, this is my second career. I'm an yep. intimacy expert to millions. That's my title. Okay. I'm also the CEO of my two companies with my husband. <clears throat> One of the companies is a, is a publishing company, and we've been publishing passionate lovemaking techniques for over 15 years now. Okay. And um, our other company is a supplement company, and we make sexual vitality supplements. So basically, I'm not a, I'm not a therapist or a sexologist or a doctor. Mm -hmm. What I do is I, I like to say I teach people how to transform having sex into making love. Okay. And mm -hmm. though I am in support of all gender expression and I love people for exactly who they are and want to be, mm -hmm. one of the things that I have come to learn over these last nearly two decades of helping people have the kind of sex that they want to have is that we're either born into an XX or an XY body. And I'm talking about our chromosomes. We either in the womb, we start out as female, right. but then about half of us get a bath of testosterone midway through gestation mm -hmm. that turns our innies into outies. We end up being penis owners with testosterone dominance versus vulva owners with estrogen dominance. Right. And no matter what our gender expression is or our sexual desires, which by the way, change our whole life long, if we allow ourselves to cultivate our sexuality, we keep learning and growing and getting better as lovers. The old people like us are the best lovers out there. Uh-oh, shout um, out. 
It's true. <laughs> um, the the things that are really fundamental add a lot of characteristic to our approach to sex. You know, there's that nature-nurture type of thing, the balance. Well, the nature is estrogen dominance with a vulva or testosterone dominance with a penis. And no matter what your expression is around your gender and sexuality, you still live in this animal body that operates on a neurochemical system with parts that, although they started out the same, are now arranged in different order. And that has so much influence on our sexual the, the way we approach sex. And I'll just give you some really, really specific examples. Okay. Um, like the number one thing, and, and, and what I want to do is I want to say guy and girl or man and woman. And when I do that, what I'm really talking about is the, the meat bag that we live in, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. The meat bag is in control, Marquise. I mean, okay. <clears throat> how much sugar we've had, how much sleep we've had, how much stress we've had. All that stuff just so factors into our sexual need states. And for the masculine, um, our penis owners, our dick guys, <clears throat> the very first thing they want is their dick to be touched. Like that is, if, if there's a thing that I would say about, for women in understanding guys, it's touch my dick, touch my dick, touch my dick, touch my dick, <laughs> touch my dick. And for women, we don't naturally think to do that right away because it's not what we want. When I explain how to approach the feminine body to a man who doesn't live in our female meat bags, I always say, use the bullseye touch technique. You might have seen one of those videos uh, it, when you were doing your homework, which I really appreciate. Um, I enjoyed that, it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> did you good? Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, I yeah. Think the, the bullseye is so helpful for guys because men are goal-oriented full speed ahead. They get a super fast erection. They're ready to go. They woke up horny. They're like, boom, let's get it in there. Let's get it on. And so that's the orientation. That's like their set point. And for women, they're the opposite. We're on this 28 day running with the moon cycle. <laughs> we have, you know, our horny window where we're the most likely to instigate sex or initiate sex, but we may not initiate sex. Um, we are, our, our genitals have the same amount of erectile tissue as our male body partners, but it takes us a half hour to get turned on, not like bam, you know, so we don't have the benefit of the hemodynamics of those straight shots of erectile tissue tube in a penis. Mm -hmm. And so everything is much slower for us and we need our hair stroked, our eyelids kissed, we need to be held, we want full body touch, we might need a foot rub or a neck rub or a back rub or a butt rub or a belly rub before we ever want you to touch our breasts or touch our nipples or stick your tongue in our mouth or touch our vulva in any way. And so often when the masculine is trying to get us turned on, he's like, I got to touch her clit right away. Like, I'll just start rubbing her clit with her pants. Well, her pants are still on. And it's like, okay, first of all, we can't even feel that. It's not <laughs> like a giant dick. We can't even feel you grabbing that thing. And we don't want you to immediately touch the center of the bullseye. We need you to work your way from the outside in. 
It was funny. The, uh, just recently, a guy said to me, he wrote to me and he goes, I tried your sex technique and oh my God, she had the most intense orgasms. And I thought, okay, which sex technique? I've literally written hundreds. <laughs> and he said, slow down. I slowed down and she went crazy. And I was like, well, that's not actually a technique. That's just some damn good advice. But uh, <laughs> that's a tip. That's a tip. So that's a tip for you. <laughs> it's a tip. It's a tip inside. But uh, it was so funny because that was all it took for her to explode in pleasure was for him to just slow down and do that bullseye where he started with the outer ring and then he went to the center ring and then he hit the bullseye, right? Instead of just shooting for the bullseye, giving a female body the time to warm up. So it's weird because guys want you to touch their dick right away, but women do not want you to grab them behind the pussy right away. They just don't like that. Mm -hmm. um, some do very young, early on, lots of hormones, lots of turn on, new relationship energy, first time, passionate, ready to go, built up demand. Of mm -hmm. course, there's a time and a place for everything. Sometimes a woman really does want to be thrown down on the bed and ravished immediately. But generally, and especially in longer term relationships, mm -hmm. it's that slow warm up that really allows her to get into that, you know, full arousal that gives her body time to adjust and open so that she can have all the pleasure that is available to her. So I'd say the difference between how to make love to a man and how to make love to a woman starts in the foundation of how our operating systems work. And I spend a lot of time teaching the opposite sex how the other one's systems work best. You are amazing, first of all. I just... Oh. Everything is so spot on. What you said, I really love really looking like I'm taking so many mental notes. Like, oh yeah, she's right, she's right. I'm not like, oh, I'm like middle age, so like I'm really like, yeah, you're you're right, you know, you're right. So, man, that's that's, that's outstanding. Um, so I do get it that you know, males, don't, you, you were spot on. Males don't understand you know, the female how to how to love a female correctly and uh, vice versa. So if you could give one tip, I know you have a trillion tips and I know you have a trillion techniques. What would be yeah. well outside of you know maybe slow down or you know learn from right. What's one of the most common tips that you give to men, and what's one of the most common tips that you give to women uh, you know, yeah. that, that that ask you? I would say some of the things that I tell women are make a lot of noise, moan. And, you know, really give him feedback. Mm -hmm. He needs, he needs auditory feedback because one of the tips I give to men is be hungry for her feedback, her verbal feedback, okay. having her telling you what, she, what her body is telling her it needs in the moment because her body is a moving target because she's got different hormone balances all the time, depending on where she is in her cycle. And even after menopause, women still go through these moon phases. We just don't menstruate, but we still have our hormones ebbing and flowing. Okay. And so sometimes we want heavier touch. Sometimes we want the lightest possible touch. Sometimes we want, um, something to be like, we want to wear our stripper shoes and our crotchless panties and our, you know, cupless bras. And we want to 
prance around the house and we want you to throw us down on the bed and we want really, you know, strong kissing. We want you to stick your tongue down our throat. We want you to grab our boobs and slap our ass and swirl us around and do 10 positions with us and, you know, all that stuff. Doesn't that sound good? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm giving myself some ideas for later. You are. I love it. But, um, Sometimes what we want is for you to hold us, allow us to calm down, help us get out of our head and into our body, because estrogen is a worry wart. Estrogen is actually a hormone that keeps us safe. And so creating trust in the bedroom, I'm not going to do anything you don't want to do. If I try something you don't like, you can tell me, give me feedback, tell me how I'm doing, tell me mm -hmm. if you want it harder, softer, faster, slower, if you want to try this position, that position, if, if uh, my beard is scratching you, if I've got a random hair dingling down from my dick while you're giving me a blow job and it's bugging you, mm -hmm. I will go in and I will shave off that hair because I do not want anything to be bugging you during you giving me a blow job. You know, whatever it is, if my breath mm -hmm. stinks, if my fingernails scratching you, if what, like, just tell me anything you need, baby. I want to know it all because how would I know? I'm going to give you what your body wants right now. And you're going to mm -hmm. tell me, and I'm going to say, thank you so much. How is it now? How do you like this? And women are so afraid to give guys feedback. First of all, a lot of them think, well, I don't know what I, I don't know what I want. I just know this ain't it. <laughs> and so they keep quiet because mm -hmm. they feel like if they can't tell you exactly what they want, then they should just not say anything. Mm -hmm. A lot of women are really sucking it up. So they don't cause any disturbances in the field because they mm. want to make you happy. Mm -hmm. And so for a guy, he goes along blissfully thinking he's job until she doesn't want to have sex with him anymore. And he's like, wait, why? And she's like, I never liked it. It's always been. And he's like, are you kidding me? Mm. It's been great. And, and she's like, no, I don't. I don't like you anymore. And it's not even her. It's her yoni, which is another word for her vulva or her pussy. It's a tantric lovemaking word. She has a yoni. He has a lingam. They're just kind of these reverential phrases, which I think sound better than a vulva, which is medical and a pussy, which is kind of, you know, kind of crass. Mm -hmm. So um, she can't control how she feels because just like a guy where they're like, well, it's the little head that's in charge. Okay. Hers might be like a little tiny head, but it's still in charge. It's still in charge. And so I teach women to listen to their yoni. She is literally screaming at you. All you need to do is tune in and she will tell you what she wants. And then you just tell her your lover. But if she's afraid to tell him because he takes everything as criticism and then he, his ego gets hurt right in the middle of sex. And then he gets all deflated and he gets pissed at her because he did a bad job because the way we raise our men, it, the way we raise our women is just suck it up and deal with it. The way, the way we raise our, our men is just suck it up and deal with it. You're not allowed to have emotions. You're if 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 you get feedback, it's cuz you you're wrong and you went down in the pecking order. Like we just don't give ourselves enough latitude to have communication about our sexuality mm. cuz our sex ed is all shame. Right. You're going to get pregnant. You're going to get an STI. Semen is disgusting. You, you know, men want one only one thing, you know, like all this yeah. fear-based you know, propaganda 
Right. It's not education. It's fear-based propaganda. So that makes us both scared to even, we don't even have the words to talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. And so if we just have, if we just bring our hearts, our open hearts to the fact that bedroom communication can be a scary thing, but once you take the fear out of it where you love her feedback and she's really able to give it to you and you start giving it to her so she starts doing a better job then you two are getting on what I call the upward pleasure spiral where sex together just continues to get better and better and better because you get good skills you learn some things you do together that are really good every lover you have you have these things you two do really well body dynamics the way your operating systems work everything just you know whatever it is oh yeah when we when when he, when i stroke his cock well he plays with my nipples and we make out it turns me on so much oh yeah when he rubs my pussy and i've got a hold of his cock and he's telling me how beautiful my pussy is while he gives me a a, a massage before he enters me it's so hot. you know whatever they are we mm-hmm. have these things we do oh god doggy style with him is incredible oh man i love it off the edge of the bed with a vibrator on my clit makes me go crazy when he slowly slides inside me you know whatever it is mm-hmm. i'm just giving you examples of things that somebody might like or not like you know <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> They're all good, right? You're like, um, yes, yes, y- yes, yes, check, check, check. yes, 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 I concur. So, I think really communication, like if I could do 2000, I could write 2000 sex techniques, but if you can't, if you can't feel like you know what you want and ask for it and your partner be like, thank you. How about now? Um, None of those techniques are any good. So the number one technique that, and I give it away, is called my sexual soulmate pact. And that's an agreement between lovers that turns mates into sexual soulmates. And it's it's at sexual soulmate pact, P-A-C-T dot com. And it's when you have a lover and you're both in this agreement to, to open up and tell each other what you want and need in the moment. Because we're always different in every moment. What we wanted yesterday, that's what confounds guys. It's like, all right, I did this thing the last time we had sex and she went crazy. And now it isn't even moving the needle. And she's like, why, why? Because of that cycling that we go through. That's why you need to have all that feedback. So when I say to women, make a lot of sounds, give him freaking clues, touch his dick and moan. It's like that gets you so far. And then you got to start talking to him and telling him what he wants in a way that doesn't make him cave, you know, collapse emotionally. And that's, I think, really good. For the masculine, I would say, (sighs) of course, number one is being the guy she can say anything to. Mm -hmm. Because it's just feedback to you, which is not failure. All it is is just, oh, okay, great. I just got some information that's going to make me give her more pleasure. Because guys will give up their own pleasure to give her pleasure. I don't like this thing where people think guys are sexually selfish. They're not sexually selfish. They just don't know what to do because nobody's taught them. We don't, we, we know how, we can figure out how to make babies. But learning how to be a good lover is 
skill-based, just like anything you learn how to do. I think it's a lot like cooking. You get better and better and better at turning out delicious meals where everything comes out on time and all the flavors meld together. Everything tastes delicious. The more that you do it, and that's how sex is too. The more you, and, and I think it takes lovers a solid six months to even start to get good together and to learn how to make love to each other, um, to get comfortable and, and have some experience together. And that's why if you have these fundamental skills like communication, and then you just add new experiences on because variety is another thing that women really want. They want to have erotic adventures. They want you to take them on erotic adventures. They want you to make them squirt, go down on them, give them clitoral orgasms, give them vaginal orgasms, try anal sex, incorporate sex toys, buy them lingerie, have sex with them in unusual locations, do tons of sex positions, learn how to talk dirty together. I mean, that's just 10 things right off the top of my head mm -hmm. that you can practice to become a multifaceted, incredible set of lovers together. So, and that doesn't even include adding other partners and things like that. So I would say variety, always coming up with and running her a menu. <clears throat> one of the techniques I have, one of the programs that I, that I have uh, published is called the Seduction Trilogy. <clears throat> Seducer Tonight, How to Be Her Sexual Trainer, and The Seduction Accelerator. And seduction is really learning how to move a lover toward more pleasure. When you seduce a woman with, or a lover with integrity, you are really doing four things. You are learning how to run her a menu of small offers that you can accelerate over time based mm -hmm. on your vision of what kinds of things she might like and ideas like the erotic adventures that you might be able to bring in mm -hmm. while you are paying attention to where she is in her arousal ladder, being what I call erotically vigilant, mm -hmm. you know, keeping an eye on where she is and helping her scale mm -hmm. that ladder to get turned on. Um, these are the kinds of things that she needs. And I have a free book called More Sex, more often that teaches this concept of running a woman menus of sexual ideas so she can pick the one that is the right size for her in the moment and mm -hmm. then how you can just keep offering her a little more and a little more and a little more until she's like just completely sexually surrendered and coming like crazy with you. And that's at more sex, more often, oh, often, O-F-T-E-N.com, more sex, more often. Really good seduction technique for helping women move from the outer ring to the middle ring to the bullseye and having explosive, intense orgasms with you. It's like, um, I grew up in Pennsylvania. Okay. And where'd you grow up, Marquise? Uh, Chicago, a little bit of Washington, D.C. Uh, You're now tuned in to Flavor in Your Ear. Flavor in Your Ear.